Hi, this is Steve Sleeper, producer of the North Omaha History Podcast. It's a volunteer effort, but you can help us meet expenses by becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. The list of patrons and the link to Patreon is in the show notes. You can also help by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star review. Thanks. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. One of the most beautifully preserved streets in North Omaha, Ward Street's beautiful homes start at North 16th Street and extend at North 30th. And on this episode, Adam's going to focus on the best features and missing pieces from Wart Street. Steve, I want to paint a picture, a picture of what it was like back in the olden days. Let's say that it's a century ago in 1923. You're coming home from your busily bustling job downtown on the streetcar. And it would have been a beautiful, lovely walk up or down Wart Street from the streetcar that you took on North 16th from downtown. On a weekend day, you might have grabbed a little bite to eat at Brown's Quick Lunch Restaurant at 16th and Wirt. Or you might have taken a lovely walk through Kuntz Park for a little stroll around the the pond. Maybe you walked around the Omaha University campus to watch the freshmen frolicking on the lawns. Maybe you saw the old Presbyterian Hospital of Omaha that was established on Wirt Street in 1890 where you went to see your sick grandmother. You saw the house and remember that Alfred Jones, the first postmaster of Omaha, a pioneer mayor, and a guy who's present in a lot of the early city's history, you saw the house that he had built at 2018 Wart Street. You know that in 1894, he watched his mother-in-law die in that house. He probably didn't even bother to take her to that hospital that was next door. She was born in 1799. She was practically ancient by the time that she passed away almost 100 years later. She didn't quite make it long enough to stay at the Christian Women's Association Old Folks Home that was right down the street from Alfred Jones's house, right on Wirt Street. You didn't know back then in 1923 that a century later you could have sent your kids to the King Science Center or attended church in one of the 20 churches within Kuntz Place. You couldn't have guessed in 1923 that you could take a bus up North 24th Street, maybe stopped at 24th and Lake, enjoyed the business and culture that's there, rode further up or walked further up past the old Calvin Presbyterian Church at 24th and Wirt. You didn't realize that one of your neighbors, maybe in the 1960s, would have been Omaha's first African-American school principal, Eugene Skinner himself, who became the first African-American to hold the positions of director and assistant superintendent for OPS. You didn't know that he would have lived down the street on work or that his house was eventually bulldozed to make room for the North Freeway. But what you would have known is that your neighborhood is stunningly beautiful. And still to this day, in 2023, it stays that way. 
But let's go all the way back now, Steve. Now that we painted that picture of suburban idyllicness, let's go all the way back. Why is Wirt Street called Wirt Street? Well, it was the 1880s when William O. Wirt was a wide awake and energetic businessman in Council Bluffs. His store there was called the Boston Tea Company, and it was said to be a full-service grocery store that completely stocked everything the early settlers needed for their westward travels. William O. Wirt had been in Council Bluffs since the 1870s, and he made quite a name for himself. He did a lot of his banking with a man named Herman Kuntz, who owned the land that became Kuntz Place, who named the streets, including Wirt Street, named after his friend William O. Wirt. Wirt Street became a hotbed for architecture after Kuntz laid out his vision. Architects designed more than three quarters of all of the original houses that were built between 1887 when the subdivision was originally laid out and the 1920s when it was declared full. Those architects include a lot of important names throughout Omaha's history, and they designed everything along Wirt Street, including houses and churches and more. The city of Omaha had the foresight to allow Kuntz to install gas lamps and cobblestone streets the whole way along Wirt. But all of this story even goes a step further back than the 1870s. It was in the 1860s that Sherman Street was a rural escape for wealthy businessmen to leave downtown Omaha to their country mansions overlooking the Missouri River. Those mansions sat along 16th. Oh, that's the current name of the original Sherman Street. Streetcars started running up and down Sherman in the 1870s, first horse-drawn streetcars, and then cable cars, and then trolleys. Those ran until 1955. It was 1898 when those streetcars started bringing tourists to your neighborhood, Worth Street. Not to visit your house, though, but instead to visit the Trans-Mississippi and International Exposition. 2.6 million people came to the Kuntz, Park, the Kuntz Place neighborhood to enjoy more than 150 buildings that were laid out just for that event. Worth Street was intact at that point, and several of the mansions had already been built. And people were able to look at them and gawk at the beauty of the Victorian-era homes, all the different designs and features. We're going to talk about it some specifically in just a moment. Houses built after 1920, they were mostly infill. Lots of American four-square, lots of two-story simple homes. A bunch of those were torn down starting in the 1960s by the city of Omaha all the way into the 2010s. Habitat for Humanity, the Holy Name Housing Corporation, and other organizations are infilling now with the missing middle and other affordable housing options. But Worst Street has a lot of historic homes still on it. One of the finest of all of them is called the George F. Shepherd House, and it's located at 1802 Worst Street. It was finished in 1887, built by a stonemason himself who personalized the residence with his own marble and stone etchings has five bedrooms, and is 4,415 square feet large. It's the biggest house on Wirt Street today. It's the template for the Queen Anne style, kind of a Beau Arts architectural style used in the period, with a lot of asymmetrical floor planning, 
The roof is has a bunch of different angles and shapes on it called asymmetrical. Uh, there's a rounded turret, a wraparound porch. The shingles used on the third floor offset the brickwork on the first two levels. I mean, it is gorgeous. The lawn is beautiful, broad, and there's greenery all around the house. It's in great shape. Next near it is the Van Court House at 2210 Ward Street that was finished in 1893. It's a 2,700-square-foot Queen Anne-style home built with brick and mortar, wood clapboard on a partial third floor. It's got a wraparound porch with a current uh, with a corner turret, but a lot of distinct Victorian features, including beautiful windows and uh, porch details. There's a house at 2120 Word Street that was finished in 1910, Steve. It was built in the period Dutch colonial revival style. It has a super unique cross gable gramble roof that's above the second floor. It's gorgeous. And it's super unique in the entire neighborhood today. It also has a rounded porch and arched dormers with an accent window above the second floor, south-facing windows. It's in really good condition, and it has a large, well-cared-for lawn. And it's nearby 1902 Word Street that was built in 1900, a 3,000-square-foot Victorian home. This one has a wraparound porch and represents a high point in the neighborhood's construction. It has a square tower facing southeast. It's totally cool. It sits askew from the rest of the plot of the house. And uh, it's got this super simple plain wood exterior with a beautiful lawn and a gorgeous wraparound porch. So many wraparound porches on Worth Street, Steve. Another house that we really need to take note of is called the Charles Stortz House. It's right on the corner of 19th and Worth in 1901. It was built by the brother of Gottlieb Stortz, who started the Stortz Brewery and the Omaha Brewing Association. Uh, Charles Stortz worked for the company, built this house with 3,900 square feet on a two-and-a-half-story house. you got to realize, Steve, in this era of the late Victorian, um, the average house was about 800 square feet. So to have a house that sat at 3,900 square feet was audacious. Charles Storrs built his house in the arts and crafts style. Not the craftsman style, but arts and crafts. Arts and crafts had a lot of woodwork, but it was all custom made for this house. Beautiful oak, lots of different kinds of wood paneling, and uh, lots of just beautiful symmetry with an offset porch. There's a small central bay window on the second floor of the house. It's a lot of exposed eaves and on the porch and the roof line. And the lawn is super well kept and the trees are in great condition today. It's an interesting story with this house, though, because it had to be saved. In the late 1970s, the store's house was falling apart. It was in terrible condition. And only through a campaign led by historic preservationists in Omaha was it actually saved. The city of Omaha ended up putting in funding. And lots of sources came around to really build, rebuild the house and bring it back up to shape. And it's doing well today. At 1907 Wirt Street, there's a beautiful architect-designed house that uh, this architect, George Lee Fisher, designed for himself. Uh, it was built in 1887. Uh, Charles Storrs actually built his house next door to it because he knew his house would look good uh, because of the Fisher House itself. So a really great relationship between those two houses. The Copeland House at 1920 Worth Street was built in 1888 in this kind of a contemporary Midwestern style. It had a stone and mortar exterior with some stucco and kind of a roof with different pitches in it. It's not the largest house 
on Worth Street. It's only 2,000 square feet, but it's got a lot of interesting features, including three stories, two beautiful bay window sets on the front and east facing side, and a tall, semi-exposed basement. There's a beautiful, mature lawn around it, and it's just gorgeous to look at. There are a lot of other beautiful houses that are on Worth Street today, some in bad condition, some in good condition, but all of it's really pretty. There are also several houses that have been listed on the as official Omaha landmarks or even put on the National Register of Historic Places. But there is no Worth Street Historic District yet. It's just a good idea that we consider how can we preserve these homes and save this history for the future of Omaha and learn to see beyond our current vision and understand that the past can teach us about the future. Worth Street is a great place to learn that lesson. Check it out today. And if you want to find more details, check out my article about Worth Street on NorthOmahaHistory.com with profiles of all the houses that I've mentioned and several more, as well as separate articles on several of the houses. Check it out today, NorthOmahaHistory.com. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.